This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast, and today we've invited along Council Leader, Councillor Adam McVeigh, to talk about one of the most exciting developments in Edinburgh. And I think, um, well, it, it, it hangs right on the boundary of Edinburgh. So I think we have to get you first, Adam, to tell us what have we got here right now? So right now we've got a fantastically, as you say, exciting um really space of innovation in our city and it's amazing how many people in Edinburgh don't know about it because it's got a huge number of institutes already there. So already at BioQuarter um, there is the Edinburgh Royal Infirmary, University of Edinburgh Medical School, Royal Hospital of Sick Children and Young People, Queen's Medical Institute, the Institute for Regeneration and Repair. There's a huge amount going on but really when you, when you distill it all down it's a partnership it's health um, services being located with uh, science and technology, being located with private investment and industry expertise, and all of that is coming together as a melting pot so that you can innovate and then apply that innovation and learn from it and make that process cyclical. And it's made it really hugely successful. When you think of the last 18 months of the pandemic, this kind of real Real-time learning has been absolutely crucial to leaning into some of the big health problems that the world has has faced and will continue to face. Um, so it's really that. It's pulling together innovation from public sector and university sector, uh, investment and expertise from industry and the NHS itself to pull all that together and create solutions to some of the biggest problems in the world. And in doing so, it's creating a lot of investment, a lot of jobs, sustainable, high-powered, frontier industry jobs within our city. And as I say, it's it's a shame that more people in Edinburgh don't know what's going on there because it is hugely exciting. And of course, part of the uh, finance for this is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is coming out of the billion-pound city-region deal. Um, has that money been released yet or is that yet to be released? So most of our city deal money has been released and the focus of that money was around data-driven innovation. And I, and I should have said all of that work, that's all that collaborative learning work that's going on at BioQuarter is sitting under an umbrella of data-driven innovation, Edinburgh's big aspiration to be the data capital of Europe. Now, I know that's not particularly accessible as a slogan for, for a lot of people, including myself some days. Um, but the real crux of that is taking that information technology and linking it in with the life sciences technology and trying to, again, create better solutions. So the BioQuarter has really benefited hugely from our city deal in linking into that whole data-driven innovation agenda. It's helped shape some of the research. It's helped shape some of the application of solutions. And it's helped really lean into to, uh, to that future and make Edinburgh a life sciences world leader. And I think that process will, will continue right the way through. And of course, one of the, uh, the and, and you have to really talk about these, these as buildings rather, but they are, you know, they're more than buildings because they're places where people are, are innovating. And, but one of the places where uh, this kind of uh, um, research is going on is, is, something called the Usher Institute. So these are all names which we are, you know, we in Edinburgh are very familiar with and know very well. And there they're going to have 600 clinicians, researchers, students, data scientists and professional services. So it's, uh, it's clearly going to be a place where lots and lots of people are going to work. 
And I know that, um, you know, looking to the future, one of the uh, ambitions for this whole area is that this is going to be a place where people not only work, but also live, because there's going to be some housing tied into that. And this wonderful phrase, the 20-minute neighbourhood, which we all have to get to know about. And and so this is going to be um, a great area for people to live and work. Absolutely. This is going to be a mixed community. This isn't going to be a sterile um, kind of science park where where everything just ends at five o'clock. One of the key components to the development that we're pursuing is 400 new homes in this site linked into it. 200 of those affordable, better links into some of the neighbouring communities. So 5,000 new jobs are going to be on this site, it's so, so important that the regeneration that we're putting into areas like Craig Miller, that are only really a hop, skip and a jump away from this, are well connected into those opportunities, that we use the economic strength of what's going on there, the jobs, the investment, the employment, to, to link into the communities that need to be linked into those opportunities. We are one city and it's really important that we have a city where everybody benefits from that kind of investment. So um, as well as some of the more local connections into areas, as I say, like Craig Miller, making sure there is a residential component to that local investment so that it's a diverse, vibrant place in its own right. And we are also looking, obviously, in the transport plan to also extend tram there in future. And that will be a real catalyst to how we can link all those jobs, all those opportunities with communities right across the city in the north of the city through the tram extension which is going very well uh, to New Haven through Leith and also the existing tram line all the way um, to the west looking at areas like Stockton and Balgreen and uh, and Site Hill. So connecting those communities together I think is going to be hugely important and tram's obviously an important part of that but that, that local element is not missed. We do need to make sure those local areas are linked into those opportunities. And I'm sure that that, uh, if there is going to be a tram link to Bioquarter, then that would also serve as the hospital there. So that would only be be a good thing. I remember hearing somebody speak and saying that the tram really has to go to places like hospitals for it to be uh, very useful. And that would certainly be, uh, be welcome, I'm sure. So... So how do we get there? How what uh, what has to happen in in between? Well, the really interesting thing about this development, as it as it has potential from now, is that a lot of the land which is looking to be developed is publicly owned. So it's owned by a council, it's owned by NHS, it's owned by um, Scottish government through Scottish Enterprise, um, and really we're looking to develop a partnership so that we can best progress that strategically. What we don't want is people kind of looking at their own little parcels of land in isolation and trying to maximise their own individual value to it, that's not going to lead us to where we need to be. That's not going to be the strategic approach that we need for this site. That's not going to give us a placemaking that we need to make this a truly vibrant place. So by clubbing together, by clubbing our assets together, we can both get the value from that as uh, really exciting industries move in, expand, create fantastic opportunities for people across the city and in, in, um, in hugely exciting uh, sectors and fields, but also that we get the placemaking right, that someone individually, i.e. council, is not taking the direct hit of the green space that's going to be required to underpin that, that land. So it's a really uh, difficult balance sometimes to balance partnership involvement in that way, but it's the right thing to do to get the best out of it. 
for this city and we've taken a real one city approach to this and to be fair to all the other partners they've really come along with us on that agenda. So so what you're needing is some well what you're going to do is you're going to create a company and then you're looking for a partner and I'm imagining that partner might be something like a house builder who might have the project management skills to pull all this together and then it moves forward as the uh, you know what you've just talked about with housing, with presumably shops and some retail in, in the mix and a lot of mixed use stuff, as well as all the buildings which exist at present. So is, is that the kind of partner you're looking for now? Uh, absolutely. It's certainly a development partner who knows this space and can operate in this space. So as I said, 400 homes, 200 of them affordable being part of that next component. But the really exciting thing is the additional 850,000 square feet of innovation space. So it's going to have to be a partner who understands the sector, understands what we're trying to do in Edinburgh in creating that real genius um, being uh, being accelerated and multiplied within the sectors of, of innovation and applicability within health, health innovation. So um, absolutely, it will be a bit about housing, but it will be a bit about making sure we've got a delivery partner who understands what we're trying to do, understands the sectors that we are trying to expand and create those high value opportunities for people who live right here in Edinburgh now and who could live in Edinburgh in the future and comes along with us on that journey and is able to deliver it. But you're absolutely right. It's about pulling those assets into one company to allow us to really do that strategically, not just in a piecemeal way. And so when will the decision be taken on that? So uh, tomorrow, hopefully, committee will, will endorse the way ahead on it. That will be referred on to full council later this month. So uh, October's council should hopefully um, ratify that way forward and then we can move on to the delivery of that. It's quite encouraging seeing how many uh, developers, how many partners potentially that really know this space and have done it right across the world are eager for Edinburgh's opportunity to to come forward. And I think we're going to see a lot of interested parties bringing their expertise, their investment um, and their a real understanding of how this has been done elsewhere and how Edinburgh can cement its position as one of those world leading cities in health science. Well, it's very exciting, Adam. We're looking forward to hearing about the next phase. So we'll come back to you perhaps after the end of October and uh, hear what's going to happen then. But for the moment, uh, Council Leader Adam McVeigh, thank you very much. Thank you. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.